Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's The Uggs. Jamie? Really get your tongue in there, because he's cute. Paula? Sometimes I don't gauge how close my front end is to the pole. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Ugh, ugh. Hey. Not too shabby. Nice. Not did you gargle with lemon juice shabby. today? No, I don't know what I did. I guess <laughs> I just, uh, maybe the pre-talk was... Uh, yeah, it kind of warms up the vocal cords, does it not? Warmed up the, the cords. Yes, so this is episode 193. And thank you, everyone, for downloading our show. All of the listeners are back from vacation. You're downloading the show. You're buying things. We appreciate all of your support. I was going to say, however, we've ne- we we never promote this because it doesn't really matter to us. But because we're going to do the show regardless of how popular we are. But if you haven't yet go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review because it actually does help if iTunes gods decide to showcase us somewhere. The more reviews you have, the better it is. And so, you know, do it. And the reason I mentioned it, Paula, is that the other day I'm like, you know what? I could use some new podcasts. I've listened to the same like five or six and Mm -hmm. I'm due for an upgrade for some new ones. And I went to iTunes and I looked at, I went to the comedy section and started looking at the top 20 and there was one specific show and I honestly cannot remember the name of it, but it's in the top 20 and the reason that I was going to listen to this specific episode is they were going to be interviewing Dr. Pimple Popper oh. and I, I have a renewed obsession with her. Now I used to watch her a lot and then I kind of stopped doing it and she's been really bringing it lately. Yeah. <laughs> so... I don't know about you. I don't know if you do watch. You, do you her watch videos. her on Instagram or YouTube? I I watch her YouTube, and I also like her on Twitter because she'll show like fifteen second increments of the video. Yeah, I like her and on Instagram because she usually will show like between like thirty seconds to a minute. Yeah, and then you can just scroll down like on her whole page or her right. her account, and you can just right. like scroll and look at little little snippets of. In other words, you can get the money shot and nothing else. Yes, basically, right. it's definitely a type of porn, no doubt, and not not sexual porn. It's visual porn though, because if you're like us and you love to see that final expression if you will. So the kids have been making me watch like YouTube. I don't know why. It's just we don't even watch television anymore. I have watched They just like YouTube, huh? I watch like Captain Sparkle Pants now and, you know, yes. Alex Wasabi and all these mm-hmm. other, you know, YouTubers. Those little YouTube stars. All these irritating people. And so they do these challenges where everything's a challenge. Mm-hmm. 
And so they do these challenges where it's just like, you know, can you not smile or cringe or whatever? And they have these videos like the most satisfying video or the most unsatisfying (laughs) video, you know. And so one of the most satisfying ones is like, you know, popping up a pimple or something like that. And I'm just like, yes, thank you. It's like, oh. God, yes. You know how you meet, like, you've seen people and they have, like, a giant whitehead on your chin, their chin, and oh. you're just like, how did you not see that when you left your house? Like, give me a needle now. Like, just give honestly. Give me a needle and some gloves. <laughs> just give me some lycra, some, some light latex gloves and a sewing needle, and I will take care of that for you immediately. Just, I will lance that shit now. Just go in the bathroom and flex your chin. It'll probably pop itself. <laughs> right. Like, anyway, Jesus. so. So I'm like, oh, they're going to interview Dr. Pimple Popper. I want to listen to this episode. It was like an hour long episode. Now they're in the top 20. So when you're in the top 20, as far as I'm concerned, I expect amazing sound quality. I expect excellent work. I mean, top 20, you should be, your shit should be together. I would expect. So I press on the, I press play. I'm listening for 20 minutes, 20 minutes. I'm listening, waiting for this poor doctor to come on so I can listen to her talk about her pimple popping and her cyst removals. They have not even mentioned that they're talking to her and they talk over each other and they all sound like they're in a, they're in a room sitting in four corners with the microphone in the middle of the room. What? And there's like three or four people. And I'm like, why is this so popular? What am I hearing right now that, that would make you guys so popular that you would be in the top 20 on iTunes and we are at we're not even in the basement of ratings so I look and they have like 10,000 reviews and they're mostly five-star reviews and I'm like oh you know what these people are connected they have Hollywood connections or New York or or they're actors or something so I'm like maybe that's what it is but it was so it was so annoying to me that we make such an effort with our meager budget to sound good. We're edited. We, we try to stay on. Well, we don't really we're not good at staying on point, but we don't have that kind of following because we're not, you know, seeing if we can't smile for 30 seconds on YouTube. Right. And yet these fools are in the top 20. And I'm like, OK, so we could get 10,000 reviews, but if you're listening, just go on there and give us a five-star review and just say they they rock or something. Don't do us the disservice of a one-star because that would really piss me off and you don't want to see me that mad. Well, that would be but, dumb. I mean, unless you think we're one-star, but I mean... Yeah, well, then don't make the effort, please. Just sit there and hate us. But if you think we're one-star, then why are you still listening? Because some people love to listen to hate. I, I know people who listen to radio stations and they hate the, the jocks so much and yet they listen every day because they love to hate them. <laughs> oh, I don't I, I, I don't know why people do that, but they do. They like to listen to people they hate. I don't know. It gives them some kind of thrill. I, perhaps. I never sure. understood that. But that's the same thing with like those comedians that like are just so mean and they like pick on people in the audience and everyone starts mm-hmm. laughing. I don't yeah. think that's funny at all. I don't like yeah, it makes like me want to pick up the ashtray and throw it at their head. It's like, what are you doing? But people do. Some people are masochists. They love to be hurt and bullied and stuff. But I, I'm not one of those people. But I, I definitely know what you're talking about. God, I've seen that. I'd be like, it's you're crazy. not funny. I mean, you're basically it, you're like clickbait. It's just it's yeah. so easy. <laughs> It's so true. Okay, so speaking of hate, this is going to be our love episode. Yes. (laughs) We're going to talk about love. The opposite, the yin and the yang. Well, 
kind of. We don't know. You know, we always say we're going to talk about love. And it's like we're, we're so not lovey that it'll end up being like everything we hate about love is essentially, I think, what it's going to turn into. OK, so this is kind of an offshoot. But last night, Daryl and I went to the grocery store and my I saw my doctor there. What? We're, we're walking. It was so weird. It's kind of like it's when you're like a kid and you see your, your teacher. teacher. I know. It, that's what it felt like. I walked in and he's walking towards the checkout line brisk, briskly, shockingly, because he's always fast. He's like running around quickly, even at the doctor's office. So we walk in. I go, oh, my God, there's Dr. Fong. <laughs> and Daryl's like, what? I go, look. And he's like, yeah. And I go, don't go over there. Don't go over there. And he's like, why? I go, I don't know. It's just weird. All I could think of when I saw him and Daryl's like, oh, yeah, there is two things. One, he's not going to remember us because he has like a thousand patients. Number two, he's seen my vagina and I don't want to stand in the grocery store talking to someone who's seen me in stirrups. I'd be worried he'd did look it. inside my cart and see like cheese puffs or something and then be like, I thought <laughs> right. we were focusing on losing weight. I'd be like, oh, those aren't mine. That was exactly that was that was the other thing. I'm like, oh, God, we're going to do you think he'll judge us? We didn't have anything yet. We had just walked in the door, but still be like, see, like, we're oh. eating healthy. We have nothing in our cart. We yeah, we're just here to smell everything. We're not eating a thing. We're buying and air. he'll be like, Daryl, it's time for your it's time for your blood test. We're checking that cholesterol. You know, it's like, Jamie, did you get your mammogram done yet? Yeah. Next week, Dr. Fong, next week. How funny. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I know. It was so weird. I'm like, God, why? Why is that 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 happens? Like you walk in and you see someone that has seen you at your most vulnerable and you're like, I don't want to talk to him. I guess you just assume that they him. don't need groceries or they don't have lives. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. They don't do anything. They just kind of live in their office and wait for you to show up. Or you is think they, they like live in another town where they can't bump into like, you know, their people. Right. That's what I think. And I'm like, wow, he's really far away from the office. Do you think he lives out here? I, I just, I don't know. Why do we think like that? It's like they're human beings. Of course they do. They're normal. No, you know, they're, but they're almost like superheroes, you know? I mean, a it's little just bit. like, you know, you, you, they're like elusive. <laughs> you know, you just like think that yes. they should be off somewhere in rich world and yes. Dr. Land. Yeah. Like <laughs> buying at a, some store, some elite store buying, you know, golden food and, you know, with say, waiters walking around with glasses of wine and, you know, right. cheese plates. Doctor, would you like another piece of caviar? Something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I wanted to tell you this story because you would totally get it. And then we'll move on to I want to hear this game show that you're talking about. <laughs> it's OK. It's not a game show, but go ahead. Oh, it's not? <laughs> no. What is it? I'll, I'll, I guess it's somewhat of a game show, but go oh, ahead. Oh, is it a sh is it a television it's, show? It's, they call it a social experiment. Okay, yes, you'll have to tell him about this retarded social experiment. Okay, so... Don't use the retarded word, Jamie. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, anyway. So Daryl and I will be married 20 years in August. Wow. I can't even believe it. It does not feel like that. But it has. And so, you know, Daryl is... He's the romantic one. It's not me. You know how I feel about Valentine's Day. I hate that crap. Oh, so he I can, feels like since it's 2017, you guys should be planning. Well, 20, it'll be 20 in August. So that's what I mean. Wants, like since you guys yeah. have, we've turned the corner into 2017. Yes. He's just like, yes. well, guess what this year is. And you're like, <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell Yeah. So, but the thing is, is that we've always said that if we hit 20 years and we were still married, that we would go somewhere. Like we would do a trip. Why can't you guys and get like matching tattoos or something? 
because I have asked Daryl to get a tattoo for almost 20 years and he's like, you know how much I hate needles. I'm never, I can't even get my blood test without getting faint. He'd get like something that looked like a freckle. Yeah. He'd be like, there it is. There's my love. Yeah. It, it, he won't do it. Now I'll do it, but you know, I feel like I'm getting too old now. I don't know. Maybe I will. I, I really want to get the ugly tattoos. Yeah. The sister, I want the sisters to do it. Of course, Allison refuses, which is so dumb, but she won't do it. She won't. But the three of us she will do it. She won't defile her body, but I mean. Well, no, she she will, but just not with a tattoo needle. But I, yeah. anyway, I have, <laughs> I have so many thoughts right now, but go ahead. Regardless of her kink, <laughs> we we do need to do the sister tattoo. That I will do. So no, he's like, we should go somewhere. So we've kind of narrowed it down. We were thinking we'd either go to New York or we'd go back to Kauai, where we had our honeymoon. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to look and see what the deal is with Kauai because it's been 20 years since we've been and it is beautiful. But, you know, what what are we talking? So I went and we stayed on the North Shore by Princeville, which is this super nice, lush, jungly part of Kauai. Or it was and at least. Well, yeah. And it still is, okay. actually. There's a lot of places there. There's a beautiful hotel there called the St. Regis, and it's considered one of the best hotels on all of the islands. Wow. So I went to it, and I'm looking at it, and on TripAdvisor, which is what I like to use, people are super duper honest, and it's not like Yelp, where they go out of their way to say bad things. They keep it pretty honest. Most of the reviews are four and five stars, but the ones that aren't are like just deplorable. They're like... It's outdated. There's ridiculous lines to get into the restaurant. You know, the, the beach access is minimal and all the stuff. So I'm reading, I'm like, well, those aren't complaints. Those are facts. That's just the way it is. Right. And it's really expensive. So I'm looking at it. I spent about an hour and a half trying to find a hotel that would be even remotely nice. And when I tell you that these, the St. Regis is outdated, they use like yellow and orange and brown decor. It is so ugly. And people say, you can't even believe you're pulling up to a St. Regis because it's an eyesore. Wow. It, it, it's so outdated. And so I started crying. <laughs> I started crying. And I, and Daryl's like, what's the matter? I go, well, I've worked myself up into a full-blown anxiety attack over this ridiculous notion that we need to go somewhere for our 20th anniversary in January. It's eight months away. And he's like, what's wrong with you? I go, I feel like... I feel like we're going to have to go to Kauai and put on khaki cargo pants and polo shirts. It's so ugly. I, I don't know what to do. He's like, okay, you need to like relax. Is that the only hotel? It's really the only hotel that has beach access. There's one other one, but they're so bad that geckos like invade the rooms and stuff. And I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And so he's like, well, maybe we need to remove the, the need to go to the exact place we honeymoon at. I go, you know what? That would be awesome. And so when I start suggesting other cities, he's like, oh, absolutely not. And I said, all right, done. We're going to New York. I'm not doing this. It's too, it's too stressful. This is not, this is my take on being romantic. I'm not doing it. It's as bad as Valentine's Day. Fuck it all. I, we can go to freaking Ruth's Chris for a steak and be done with it, right? Because I now it's just too much. So now you want to go to New York in August? <sighs> no, we're not going to New York. I, I just, to me, but see, this is why I hate romance. It's a lot of pain and anxiety. I don't know how guys do it. 
buy me flowers and jewelry and I'm good, right? I mean, we don't make all these exorbitant plans. Okay, it's did you much. just say I don't know how guys do it because let's let's <laughs> dissect that phrase a bit. Do, do they really? I mean, do they no. really do it? No. So. No one does. I, you know what? The women, you know what how you know how you get romance, really? I am not one of those people personally, but if a woman craves romance, they map it all out, they plot it all out and they give them the paper and say Press this button, and then we're going to have a wonderful time. And even then, it's still unsatisfying because you know you, Sometimes, pl- you know you planned it yourself. The most romantic things that have ever happened in my life were so non-scripted. They were so spontaneous. They just happen. And the problem with that is, and guys know this too, when it happens, it's like, then guys just try to recreate it over and over and over again and it never works well victor didn't you know? try and recreate one of the most romantic nights we ever had because i got pregnant that night <laughs> <laughs> right well that's that's true the uggs know if you're gonna go out in public it's best that you at least do a lip and a clip to help out paula has your lip and clip tip of the week brought to you by the ugly truth avon store Hi, Hugs. It's Paula. I wanted to tell you about an amazing deal Avon is having right now. Buy two products for just $8. I'm talking brow liner, lip liner, eyeliner, eyeshadow, mascaras, lipsticks, the works. This deal is super easy to find. Just go to uglytruth.avonrepresentative.com or click the link from our Ugly Mall tab at our main site. Get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our Avon store at uglytruth.com slash shop. And now, once again, here are the others. So baby, pull me closer in the backseat of your rover that I know you can't afford. Bite that tattoo on your shoulder. Pull the sheets right off the corner of the mattress that you stole from your roommate back in Boulder. So speaking of spontaneous, a social experiment that you are going to tell me about, is this about to, is this a way to find love or get laid? Okay, no. So here's the deal. It's a, I I don't know why they call them social experiments. And I think it's just because they're trying to see like if they have a theory about mm-hmm. things. And so they get these people and they put a series of actions into play using these people and then okay. they see if it works. So the theory is is that without actually interacting with an individual without looking at knowing how they look without actually speaking to them but all you do is you're in a room blindfolded Okay. They usher in a person and you kiss that person. All right. And based on, you know, how well the kiss goes, you can right. determine if you think that you have like good connection, good chemistry, like yes, that was From the, one kiss? Just by kissing that well, I mean, and when one kiss it, we're not talking about like you know, we're talking like we're talking like a full on French kiss. Some tongues, some not. You know, it, just a just a really warm, passionate type kiss. Yes, that you know these an affectionate kiss that goes beyond just a peck. These kisses are lasting like you know, fifteen, 30 15 to thirty seconds. Okay, so 
Is this a is this something you saw on television or what? Where did you see this? It's on television. It's on the FYI channel. I forgot the name already. Um, Kiss Bang Love. So right. it's only had two episodes right now, but um, right. the first one started with a girl, and she has to kiss ten guys. Okay. And they're all blindfolded, mm-hmm. and then out of the ten guys, she has to pick five that she gets to meet one-on-one without the blindfold. Okay. But the meeting is only like one minute long. (sighs) What? Okay. So Nothing. I'm just listening. I just have so many questions. So she meets each guy for one minute. She kisses them all again. And then at the end of the one minute long meeting and the kissing again, then Mm. she has to pick two guys that she mm-hmm. gets to go on a 24-hour date with. Oh. And then at the end of the 24-hour date, she's in the room with the, the licensed therapist, obviously. There's always a licensed <laughs> therapist along the way. <laughs> yes. And the two men, are, two men are standing there blindfolded. Is she not she, anymore? She's not blindfolded anymore. So now she can physically go, absolutely not. That's never going to happen. And so... What she has to do at the end is she has to kiss the one that she wants to continue dating. And if the other one remains just there in his blindfold and doesn't hear himself getting kissed, then he knows that he didn't, he wasn't chosen. That is horrifying. (laughs) That is horrifying. Wow. Do you think you could sit there and kiss 10 guys in a row? That sounds gross. That sounds gross. I mean, you know what? I couldn't even have... You know, you hear about those times, and ladies, I don't care what you say, and dudes too, you know you've had sex with two two people within 24 hours. I've never broken that rule. Oh my God, you're a liar. I've... I've you just don't remember, no. because every one of us has done it. I've exceeded it by like three and a half or four hours. Okay, that's a technicality. I'm just letting you know, I was... I never <laughs> okay. broke the 24-hour rule. All right, 26 hours. But anyway, my point is, is that I don't know if I could do that. That's a lot of saliva and, and foreign lips. Well... I don't know if I could do that. I could do two, maybe three. They get her reaction every time, and she's just like, "He licked my mouth," or oh! you know, or she's just like, she's like, no. she's like, that was kind of moist, and it shows her wiping <gasps> her chin, and oh, no. you know, and then some of them were good, some of them were like, you, they just start and they're like, they're like kitten lips, and they're just, you know, it's <laughs> awkward, and you know what I have to say that if I was going if it was reverse where the dude was going to kiss a bunch of girls I and I and if I saw the dude well no because they don't see everyone's blindfolded right yeah both people are blindfolded everyone's blindfolded so no one sees anyone no one sees anyone you know what that sounds like a lip bang (laughs) I couldn't do it I couldn't do it it sounds like gang banging but with your mouth I mean they do get to put their hands on each other so then like one guy literally put his hands down and he like squeezed her ass really hard no I'd be like get off of me you pig and so she (laughs) she backed up and ended the that one pretty quick but you know what that is not something I would do if it was 10 that's crazy are they all in the room when she's kissing them no, they're they're all in. in they leave them. They're all outside. They leave them in one at a time. Yeah, she's on like a sound stage, and so they come sure. in and they bring them in. And they they have basically a handler because they can't see anything. They come in blindfolded. I would be like, I need a towel, 
and I need a bottle of water <laughs> and I need some mouthwash because I'm going to cleanse myself of every person that comes in and out of here. I wouldn't do it. I don't think. Would you do it? Well, I mean, here's the 10 guys. Here's the interesting part about it. When they show all 10 people, you can definitely tell with the exception, I would say, of like two Mm-hmm. they all have similarities. So I would venture to guess that they picked people that fit somewhat of a profile. Like, do you like big guys? Do you like short right. guys? And, do you like- oh, and that's the other thing, too, is off in another room mm-hmm. are two people, either family or friends, Okay. That are watching on closed circuit television. So you got like you and Stephanie could be off in another room watching this whole thing happen. (laughs) If you know what I would do, I'd be banging on that window when a cute guy came in. I'd be like (laughs) really hard. You'd be like, what is that? It's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, that would be Stephanie would be like, like, really suck it. Really get your tongue in there. Feel those molars. Because he's cute. So, and then the same thing with the second episode. It was a guy kissing 10 mm-hmm. girls. And like well, I said, with the exception like of maybe two, yeah, the other eight all looked, had relatively Familiar. similar qualities. Body types. They were, they were kind of thick, yeah. but they were really tall. They all had, they all had really long hair. So physically, if you have a type, they're going to try to accommodate that. It did appear that they they were picking girls that he would obviously find attractive. Well, I mean, can you even imagine being the girl and having some guy come in and he's literally everything you don't like physically and it repulses you? Well, and it happens to be the very best kiss and you go, oh, my God, I did feel kind of bad because there was like a shorter girl and she was pretty chunky. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, they had a nice kiss. And well, did he feel her body? I mean, he would know immediately if not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he also pictured to be in the top five, which was kind of weird. And then when they took off their masks and met each other, the utter disappointment would be so hard to take. And then he didn't pick her. (laughs) It was just like, you know, but then again, he was picking his top two at that point. So I mean, but I think she looked a little disappointed and I'm just like, well, well, come on. I'm like, you know, he only got to pick two, you know, it I don't think it was about your size, but I'm sure she was probably thinking like it was about my size. (laughs) So... Because she was wearing, like, you know, a matronly kind of dress and, like, a cardigan. Uh, And... Yeah. You know what, though? That's that's where the physical, you know, aspect comes in. And the girl that he picked, she was wearing, like, you know, Daisy Duke cutoffs and, like, wedges. Oh, Jesus. With, like, a little tank top. And I'm just like, yeah, you're... He just wants to have sex with you. I'm like, you're not getting picked. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think so. That's... that's, It's, like, basically what that determines is what is he looking for? Is he looking for a mother of his children? Or is he looking to get laid on Friday? Right. Well, actually, what's funny is he didn't end up picking the girl with cutoffs. He picked up the girl that was older. Oh. She wrote him a rap (laughs) because she says she likes to write raps. And so she rapped to him (laughs) in the in the one minute room. And then yes. she just gave him like a small kiss. And then she's like, I think that's all you get for right now. And Ew. Oh, God. You know what? That This all I'm already like done, <laughs> done. Well, what do you think of the theory, though? I mean, like, do you think that um, you can gauge? Well, it's a chemistry thing. 
It's a, it's a, I, I believe in pheromones. Do you think it's a good, like a good way to gauge if someone is a match for you though? No, because I've had sex with some guys that I would never in a million years want to have children with, but I couldn't get enough of them. You know what I mean? Because there's a, there's a sexual chemistry, but it doesn't mean that they're perfect for my, for life. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, I've definitely had some amazing sex with guys that I would never want to see in the light of day, but it, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a part of it. And you're lucky if you get, if you get the trifecta, if you get, you know, your type, great sex, perfect partner, then you hopefully you get married or stay together forever or whatever. But no, I don't. I, I mean, I think it's definitely important. I couldn't imagine being with someone that I didn't want to just ravage. But well, I couldn't date or sleep with someone who was a bad kisser. Me either. And, you know, that was the thing. It's like, well, I mean, like for me, when Daryl and I, <laughs> he will he will absolutely he will fight me on this. The first time we kissed what it, he, it was the worst. He, it was just terrible. And I was like, oh, God. OK, well, that's the end of that. And he was so distraught that our first kiss was so bad that he followed me home and I had to pull over and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I, I have to I have to do better. It's kind of like that show. Did you do you like that movie? The sweetest thing with Cameron Diaz and uh, Christina Applegate. Yeah, I heard never, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Oh, my God, Paul, you love it. It's so funny. I mean, it it's not inherently people don't consider it a golden movie. I think it's hilarious. I love it. And I'm not even a huge Cameron Diaz fan. But at the end of it, he kisses her and she goes, wow, that was really weak. Well, it was nice knowing you. And she turns around and walks away. And he goes, no, I can do better. <laughs> and so it's this whole thing. And it, that was pretty much what it was like with me and Daryl. You know, he kissed me. I'm like, wow, okay, great. Thank you. And I didn't tell him it was weak, but I just was like done. And I walked away going, wow, that was a major disappointment. And then so he followed he was I could do better so he did he tried to do better and he tried he overshot a bit it was a little too sloppy but it was it was better but it you know luckily you know now now he's dialed in right now it's great sure but before that it was like wow that's really weak so my first kiss was in a game I was in middle school I think I was in sixth or seventh grade and there was a boy that I really, really liked, but he didn't like me. He was this big Italian guy. <laughs> when you're in seventh grade, he was probably like a noodle. But back then, he seemed really big. Seemed but huge. his best friend, his best friend was a shorter guy who was really sweet and funny, super funny. And he really liked me. He used to draw me pictures of horses and give them to me. Aww. All the time. In fact, I still have one. I kept it because it was really neat. And so and it's I throw everything away. But for some reason, I kept this one picture that he drew. And so we were playing seven minutes in heaven with my at my best friend Dina's house because her parents were not home. And so we all went to her house and we played. And I ended up seven minutes in heaven in the closet with this guy who used to draw me pictures of horses. And that was my first kiss. And what's interesting is he had really big lips. And so it was super, super good, but it was just in a closet surrounded by shoes and coats. Right. <laughs> so, and it was really, really dark. And, you know, it lasted, you know, I think we did not make out for seven minutes. I mean, we were just a, like 12, 11 or 12. So it didn't last very long, but it was fun. It was super wow. fun, even though I wanted the other, I wanted his best friend. But after that, I was like, eh, I'm good with this. He's overrated. This was great. Well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that was my first good. kiss. 
Well, that's good that you had a good first kiss. Actually, I had a good first kiss. I I was older, much older for a first kiss. Actually, I was 17. Wow. But that's just because I lacked, I guess, opportunity (laughs) and experience. And sure, I was a bit of a late bloomer. That's all right. I was at my best friend's house, who was a boy. He had been my best friend since I was probably seven or eight years old. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until we got into like our teen years that things just kind of took a turn for the better. Mm-hmm. He always had me help him cut his hair because he would he would cut his own hair. But Weird. He, he would do like the neck part, you know. Oh, right. And right. so he said, come shape my neck. And I'm just like, because <sighs> he had a job. And so he had a shirt off right. in the bathroom. And oh, wow. Um, <laughs> And he's like, come shave my neck. And I'm just like, I don't want to. And he's like, just come shave my neck. And I'm like, all right, fine. So he's shaving his neck. And I, you know, we were just goofing off. And I'm just like, I'm going to shave your head. And so I was shaving his neck. And I'm like, all right, I'm all done. And so I brushed all the hair off. And then um, I turned around to leave the bathroom. And he blocked the doors. And <gasps> I'm just like. Did your heart flutter? No, because I. He, he was facing away from me and so his back Aww. was to me so he's facing away from me he blocked the doors so I'm like move move so I bit him on the shoulder <laughs> so he, then he let go and then he just turned around and he, he put his arm around my waist and then he pulled me in close and then he kissed me oh my god Paula I'm flutter my heart is fluttering and my tummy is doing that flip thing I was so those shocked. are so good I was well, so shocked I, I was shocked because I just he was the kind of boy that for years you know always would never pretend that he liked me sure and sure. so I mean and like I said this went on for years sure and then hmm, that's so he cute. would even tell me about the girls that he liked and all those kinds oh, of things. Oh, God. It's like that Taylor Swift song. And so. Except you didn't like him. Oh, no. I I had been in you love, with, in love him with him for years. And so, oh, so this was a welcome. This was a welcome. Speech. Very welcome. And so before he left for work, he pulled me down the hallway and he kissed me one more time. And then. <gasps> Then he said goodbye, and he smiled, and he drove off in his truck. <laughs> so, oh, God, that's awesome. That's a really good kiss. I know. It was so cute. Well, that's well worth the wait. I know. Well worth the wait, for sure. I think so. Oh, you know what? I love kissing. That's, like, my I, favorite thing. It's my favorite thing, too. I've actually said that. Um, I've always I've said that to Daryl. I go, if you couldn't have sex with me or kiss me ever again, which one would you choose? He goes, oh, I would kiss you. Always. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. It's There's just something so great about it. Doesn't it feel good? God, it feels I so good. I think it's neat. I wish guys would spend more time kissing than just, you know, doing it for like, you know, the two... Two seconds. The, the one or two minutes you. and then, you know, hop on. And I'm just like, can we like, you know, enjoy <laughs> a moment like for a second? Can we have a moment, please? I don't think I've, I'm, I've prepped quite yet, so... <laughs> Yeah, really? It's true. I do love kissing. It's so great. Okay, so so let's switch it up just a bit before we go to our ugly and awkward moment. Um, I read this article. This was, I don't know why it came out because it's not, probably because Valentine's Day is so far away when I read this article. So this was like, you know, right after the holidays, people are pretty cranky with each other because you spent so much time together. Yeah. Generally speaking, that you can't wait to get away from everybody. So I found this really funny article about um, things that annoy your partner. And it's kind of the, the it's kind of the shit that you put up with when you're with someone long term. Mm-hmm. And everybody has their things. 
and I was reading this list of, of things that, that people hate. And I actually, I connected with a few, but I also have my own that, you know, as, as great as Daryl is, he, he's a dude and he does things that make me mad. Mm-hmm. And he will do it for the rest of our lives. And I'm sure there are things that I do. Like, for example, he would tell you that he will, we will, it'll be time to go to bed. And I'm always the first to go to bed because I, br- I come upstairs, I brush my teeth, I do the whole girly thing. And then I get in bed and, you know, whatever. So he's up downstairs locking up and making sure everything's cool. So he will be, his ass will just about be ready to touch the bed. And I'll go, oh, you know what? I forgot blah, blah, blah downstairs. <sighs> Every single night, almost, almost every night. And he will dutifully get back up, put on his sweats and go downstairs and get it. And so what I'll do, sometimes I'll switch it up and he knows this game. I'll go, oh, you know what? I forgot my phone downstairs. I'll be right back. And I'll pretend like I'm getting out of bed because not he, really. knows, he knows I'm not really going to do it. Every once in a while, he will call my bluff and make me do it. And I get mad. <laughs> I get mad, but I'll go do it because I'm not a baby. <laughs> I'll go down and get my phone or whatever. Oh my God. But this is a thing that we will do till we're 100. This will never not happen every day. It will never not happen. See, what I do is Victor will usually call on his way home. So Victor, he works long days. Like he's usually mm-hmm. gone at least 14 hours a day. Mm. And um, so he'll call me when he's on those way home from work and he'll be like, do you need anything? And I will usually need something from the store or something like that. But I always think like he's just worked such a long day. Like I'm sure he's just dying to get home and, you know, relax. So when he gets home, I'll just run out to the store and get whatever it is that I need. need. I'm like, no, I'm like, I think I'm fine. I'll be fine or whatever. So he gets home. And then I start putting my shoes on and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have to go to the store. He's like, I just (laughs) called you. I'm like, I know, but you work such a long day. He's like, Paula, he's like, why didn't you just tell me what you needed? I could have grabbed it on the way home. And I'm like, well, we're just out of milk or something like that. Or I need you to go to Reddit and pick up my prescription or blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, and he's like, I'll just run out right now. I'm like, no. And he's just like... So you go through this banter and then he ultimately ends up leaving. Ultimately, he ends up going out and getting back into the car and going to the store, you know, and (laughs) he's like, I just wish you would have told me. He's like, that's why I called. And so I I know, but you'll do that for I do dumb things like that all the time just because it's not dumb. It's just that it's just the routine. It's the it's the relationship routine. It's just lying to each other. I'm just trying to (laughs) like, you know, I was just trying to make it easier on him so that way he didn't have to go when he got home but well okay well i'm i'm sure there are things he makes that make you angry there's two that daryl does that make me crazy there's two very specifically one is not as bad as the other the one that just annoys me because i can just as easily fix this situation but i feel like it's his responsibility because he started the process like you said earlier before we started recording if you're going to do something in the house Make sure you complete it completely. Don't leave out one or two details and make me have to deal with it. Right. right? For example, buying a new router. If you're going to install a new router, ensure that every single electronic device that I have to utilize is prepared for the new router. Don't make me have to go in and go, why isn't the printer working? I need the printer right now. Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot to fix the, I forgot to change that. I'm like, okay, that kind of stuff. So this is kind of along those lines. 
Daryl is very good about throwing out the garbage. Like he'll go, oh, I need to empty the, do you want me to empty the kitchen trash? I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. Cause I'll be in the middle of cooking something or whatever. And it's getting full. He's like, yeah, I'll do that. So he'll dump the garbage and it's awesome. And then he'll not put the gar- the new garbage bag in. God, that is one of Victor's pet peeves. <laughs> because, I mean, usually in the process of like peeling potatoes or throwing away something for dinner, I'll turn and I can't tell you how many times I have dumped something in the garbage can with no bag. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I forgot. And I'm like, how, how, how did you forget? You walked 30 feet and came right back in and then you sat down and started staring at the television as if there was nothing more to do like this is a half done process and it's it happens every almost every day and so finally i'm like okay i'm going to sound like an asshole now i'm like hey you think you could put the garbage bag in oh yeah i forgot i'm sorry and so ultimately this is going to turn into me being really mad or you know actually what's worse is he'll hear me take the garbage bag out of the box and do the, you know, how yeah. you like open it up and he's like, oh yeah, I meant to do that. I'm like, did you, did like, you mean to do it? And so what, did you? what does that sentence actually contribute to what I'm doing right Other now? Other than making me even more annoyed? Yeah. Yes, I know you meant to. I'm sure you did. There's a lot of things that you mean to do right. and then it becomes a thing, right? So that's the I'll one like, thing. I, the you s- know, I'm going to start a line here on, you know, Daryl <laughs> meant to and I'll just keep tally. <laughs> And then maybe after you get 20, I'll get you a set of steak knives. (laughs) So the one thing that makes me the maddest, and it's because he doesn't understand, is he knows that it takes me longer to get ready to leave when we're going somewhere. Because I, I, if I'm not just slipping and clipping, which is just messy bun and, you know, powder and lip gloss, I'm getting ready, ready. So he gets ready first and then he goes downstairs And then I'll say, okay, I'm ready. He's like, all right, no problem. And so then I will be, you know, getting my purse ready or I'll be looking on my phone or whatever. And then all of a sudden I'm like, 10 minutes has passed. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, well, I was waiting for you. This happens almost every time. And I'm like, what do you mean you were waiting for me? I told you I was ready. He's like, yeah, but you weren't like glued to your side. So now you didn't know that I was actively ready to walk out the door. What? I was waiting for you. I'm like, ah! I get so, I literally want to murder him. Well, what I was he doing? Him. He was waiting for me by playing Call of Duty or playing on his phone or whatever he was doing. He's like, what? I was waiting for you. And he's done that to all of us. Like, we'll, like four of us will be ready to go. And we're like, uh, are we leaving? He's like, what? I was waiting for you guys. And he turns it on us every time. And we literally want to lynch him. It's insanely passive aggressive. I can't even take it. Like, I want to punch a wall when he does that to me. Why don't you just tell him, okay, we're waiting for you. We have. That's the thing. What that is the thing. <laughs> He's like, what? I was ready first. He will flip it on us so fast. He's like, hey, I've been ready for a half hour. I, we're like, ah! I just go and sit in the car. Oh, God. It's just. And he'd be like, what are you doing? We're like, what? We were ready to go. He's like, oh. You know, I mean, it's you think that hasn't happened. You think we haven't been sitting in the car. I mean, it is so annoying. It's like just because you are physically dressed and your hair is brushed doesn't mean clearly that you were ready to go. Yeah, really. You were just ready 
to wait or whatever. I'm not sure. But anyway, those are the two things. And, you know, like Stephanie and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. She goes, oh, God, your life is so easy. I'm like, oh, well, pardon me that my, you know, that I'm not being drug around by my hair. That's not what I meant. I mean, these are annoyances just annoyances, but they are things that you have to like deal with, you know, every day sometimes when you're in a long-term relationship, oh, right? Oh, no, I completely agree. In fact, one... There's got to be one. Oh, no, no, no. There's one that we, we, <laughs> we got into a huge argument about this week is... Okay. Okay, so Victor is a helper. Victor loves to help people. Okay. And, you know, if you're drunk and you need a ride, call Victor. If mm-hmm. your car breaks down, you need some help, call Victor. All right. If a stranger is on the side of the, an old lady is on the side of the road and her car broke down, well, we're going to pull over and see if she needs help because uh. Victor is a helper. And mm-hmm. so this is just something I've had to learn about him. And we've fine tuned it to where he stopped helping when we're in the car because. <laughs> I didn't want to help anymore. I don't blame you. But when he's on his own, he's oh yeah, helping. So this last weekend drill that he had with his army unit, there was a fellow soldier whose car broke down and he needed a ride to and from drill. So Victor offered to give him a ride to and from drill. And I said, where does he live? And he's, mm. well, he lives by you, Jamie. Oh, okay. I'm like, you mean to tell me there's not a soul <laughs> that lives in that area? He's like, well, there might be. He didn't ask. He just asked me and I said I would. And so I'm like, so mm. you're adding an hour to your commute mm-hmm. just because you're nice. And I said, this guy's your age. Tell him to get his head out of his ass, take care of car. take care of his shit, and get to drill like a man. Yeah. You know? So but is this something that you deal with daily? I can't think of a drill where we have not been inconvenienced by someone needing a ride. Yes. Or someone having to sleep on our couch. Or oh Victor having to go to a bar. To pick someone up or to break up a fight or, oh, no. you know, so, and I'm just like, I'm sick of it, you know? And you know what? That will never end. No, it, it won't. will be that way for the rest of your life. You will have, you know, little hobo army people sleeping on your couch or being inconvenienced by some other thing. I do understand what you're saying. I, I mean, the, and I the feel big guilty. Is I, get it. I feel guilty no. for being angry at his charity. You know, I mean, I do feel bad about that. Yes, and it's not. It's it's. And the thing is, is that those are things that do not change because these are people's DNA. This is their. This is who they are. You know, it's like I know that there are things that you know. Daryl doesn't risk his life to tell me all the things he finds annoying about me, but I'm sure he has a list. Oh, I'm sure. I'm certain of it. I oh, but, I know we're high maintenance. I mean, I. Know I know, I know I'm high maintenance. Yes, I know. And in challenge. fact, I'm the worst kind. I'm the worst kind. I'm high maintenance when I think I'm low maintenance. Yeah, th- exactly. <laughs> I we uh, we are all that way. The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free. So we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on uglytruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon pick of the week. Hey hugs, well, 2017 is here and it's all about the new. 
We already think you're pretty fabulous, so what in the world could you possibly improve? How about your music? Right now, you can try the Amazon Music Unlimited for free for 30 days. If you love it, you can customize your membership to fit your lifestyle. And don't we love our options? Yes, we do. So go through the Ugly Mall, click on the Amazon link, and check out the free trial for Amazon Music Unlimited. Thanks, Hugs. Bye. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting UglyTruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. Girls, what y'all trying to do? 24 karat magic in the air. <laughs> anyway, all right, well, let's go to our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Okay, so as I've mentioned, we live in an apartment, and my apartment has the carports with, like, the big poles on the front and back that you have to, like, park your car next, like, in between, and so I'm the very end spot, so I only have poles on one side. All right. So whenever I pull my car in... It's kind of narrow, and so sometimes I don't gauge how close my front end is to the pole. Sure. And so when I pulled in, I got past the first pole and then went to go, you know, because I'm at a curve when I'm still pulling in. Right. Got to the second pole and just nudged it a little bit. Uh-oh. <laughs> so... I'm like, well, that didn't work out. And so the kids are like, did you just hit the pole? And I'm like, no, I'm, oh, I'm no. like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. So I'm like, I'm just going to back out and, you know, do it or redo it again. So I backed out. Did you hit it again? I hit the pole again. <laughs> so, oh, no. Oh, no. I got out and I looked. And did you cause damage? I didn't because I have like this front bumper thing so i Mm. think it hit the plastic bumper but i do actually have two big yellow marks on my actual car from where i have scraped the paint the yellow paint off (laughs) so you've done this a couple of times but i've just convinced myself victor will fix it somehow so i'm not when he's being a helper i'm that's well if i if i tell him i'm like victor i'm like i need you to do something for me (laughs) so if i jump at the chance to help if i just tell him i need some help yeah maybe if i tell him i need help with something why don't you call him from a bar i should i should call him drunk (laughs) just say hey I'm at the the Marriott Hotel oh, bar. Drunk at this bar. I need you to buff the paint out of my yeah. car. I need you to buff this yellow paint out of my truck, <laughs> out of my car. He'd be like, oh, right away. <laughs> so anyways, not my finest moment. I mean, I know it's kind of weak sauce, but nah, it's not as weak as Daryl's first kiss. Yeah, so that's there you, true. you win. Okay, so this one is weird. Now, I had mentioned something on, to my Facebook friends. I had mentioned something about this being super ridiculously awkward, and it was, but it had nothing to do with phallic symbols, everyone. It had nothing to do with that. If I'm joking about penises in the vegetable de- department, it's on purpose. I have made it an effort to embarrass Daryl as many times as possible when we're in the vegetable section whenever I can. 
you know, I'm like, is this, I, I have yelled at him and I'm like, is this cucumber large enough for you, honey? God. You know, I do stuff like that all the time because why not? It's fun. And, you know, if he insists on going to the grocery store with me, then I'm going to make it worth my while. Right. But no, has nothing to do with any of that. I shockingly had to go to the grocery store again because people constantly need to feed in this house. And so I'm always out of food always. and I'm waiting in line. And the person in front of me, she was one of those people that was just making this just too much of a production. And so we, the line started to build behind me. So I'm standing there looking at my phone and waiting patiently. And this person pulls up behind me in her cart and very loudly goes, well, I just pulled into line because I just picked up a bunch of food. And she said it really loud. And so I, I perk up and I turn around and she's looking right at me. And I go, what? And she's like, I just pulled into line after I just shopped for all this food. And see, now normal people that aren't me or you or Stephanie would be like, I don't understand what you're doing. Well, I cop an attitude immediately because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, this woman's crazy. So I turned around and I'm like, why are you saying this to me? And I have the look like I want to scratch her face off mm -hmm. because why would she be yelling at me? She just pulled in behind me, right? I'm like, what are you doing? And she's standing there staring at me and she's got an attitude. And I'm like, what is your problem? And she turns her head and points at her Bluetooth phone. She's having an argument with her daughter. Oh, well, you can't just be walking around with those things talking. Uh, well, who has a Bluetooth on their ear anymore? Who does that besides construction workers? I didn't even realize people even did that anymore, what, right? Weirdo. Well, I ended, I'm the weirdo because I'm standing there getting ready to fight this lady who is talking to someone on the phone. And it's like, but what was weird, honestly, is she was staring right at me. She was looking at me in the eye. We had eye, we had locked eyes and she's saying this. And so you're right. It's not all my fault, except that I'm like, normal people would be like, I, I'm sorry, what? You know, they're, they would be confused. But where me, I'm ready to go scrap with somebody in the grocery store. Of course. Immediately. I'm like, why are you talking? And of course, Emily is with me. And suddenly Malia is no longer with me. Oh, she took off. Malia has run off. <laughs> She's like having none of it. She's like, you're on your own, mom. <laughs> she is so... I mean, she's she's just not into it, like, at all. She's like, okay, here we go again. Bye. She just, like, scoots out. Where was she going like, to go? She just went to look at the gum in the other aisle that was empty. Like, there was no one over there. So she just went, suddenly she was perusing Tic Tacs. She found a safe Leaving place. me to my own devices. Well, first of all, she wasn't a Campos. So she doesn't have that instinct to create a wall of hell for others. True. So, so she, she just she didn't have your back. <laughs> no. I was on my own. I couldn't believe it. It. And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, and I tell him like, I'm like, Malia, you are so cold. That woman could have been insane. And you would have been like, oh, I don't know. I'll, I can call 911 if you'd like. I can I can retrieve someone for you, but I am not going to stand there and fight you, fight with you. I'm like, OK, the truth I of see. the matter is, is that when we say that woman could have been insane and she's like, mm, that, I'm not sure about that, mom. <laughs> it's like, what woman? What are we talking uh, in third person? Can you, or can are you we... clarify <laughs> who are we talking about? I just find it funny how I still at my decrepit old age immediately get into the crouching position of getting ready to attack so do i <laughs> it's so and then of course when she turns and hits her ear and shows me the bluetooth i'm like wow i'm an asshole all right and i just turn around and i'm like i just don't even know what my life is anymore when i respond like that like who responds like that you know i do 
What a <laughs> weirdo. Well, I think you win, obviously. Yes. Confrontation. Confrontation. Yeah, it was really weird. Okay, well, this was definitely not the love episode. (laughs) No, but we'll have to, you know, I mean, it was a good start because, you know, Valentine's Day is still a little bit of ways away. So I'm sure we'll come up with some fun facts like we always do. And uh, maybe some other little tidbits. So anyway, friends, we will see you next week. Have a good week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. That's a wrap, but make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.